cute. Oh, we're so adorable, I know. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the very first episode of Deep Thoughty Waba. So excited to be here, everybody. So you're going to notice that said. we're not technically live. <laughs> and right? so the chat is not here to distract us. So we are in deep thoughty waba <laughs> mode and we are getting to the, the bottom of some of these mysteries. You know, we make a lot of jokes and we have a lot of fun. Uh, but when me and Brie really started this podcast and this, you know, whole toddy waba stuff, we were very serious and told lots of stories. Um, so we're kind of throwing it back to our older days where we get a little more bit more serious, do a little bit more deep dives. Don't worry, the fun stuff is not going anywhere. This is just in addition to all the fun things that we do. Absolutely. So obviously deep thoughts, uh, all types of topics, spiritual. I tried to put a little bit in there in the intro, but um, we're going to explore a whole bunch here. And today our very first episode is on parallel universes. Yes. Whoa. <sighs> What? Love. We all basically know what that means, right? There's an alternate version of us here now. So in this, though, we're going to go over all the different scientific theories that can be applied. So a lot of the times when we talk about these things, I think we just kind of spit ideas out there and it doesn't mean that it isn't valid. But these theories in particular are ones that have um, scientific background. These are overall accepted in the scientific world as possible theories. So mainly mathematics backs all of this up. Mm -hmm. awesome. We're going to start. Oh, sorry, Kari, did you have a question? I was just saying awesome. Good job. Awesome. So we're going to start here with Max Tegmark. He is an MIT physicist. And in 2003, he wrote a paper inside a group of papers. Um, the paper was Parallel Universes. And this really became the model for scientifically accepted theories. Mm -hmm. Everything fits physics-wise. It all fits in this um, model that he created. And it comes down to four different levels of theoretical um, parallel universes. Mm -hmm. and, but this was in 2003. So for the longest time, it was about eight, eight years. It was the longest time that this was really the only model that was ever really talked about. The only accepted model, yeah. Right. Um, and then in 2011, Brian Green, another physicist, took those four levels and then really expanded on them. He went into more depth of the different types of parallel universes that could exist in these four levels. So first, we're going to go over what these four levels are. That was off of Max Tegmarks, and then we'll go over kind of quickly what um, the different parallel universe types that Brian came up with that, again, fit inside these level four. So I did also break that down so you can see um, all the different types and then what level they would fit into. Gotcha. Okay. Okie dokie. 
So again, four different types of levels, one, two, three, four. We can always think of it, well, I tend to think of it as um, kind of basics and then just like more complicating as it goes on. And how could it happen? Because mathematics suggests that there's, when it comes to numbers, if there's an infinite amount of sequences that a number, a number sequence is bound to repeat itself. And everything in the universe comes down to math. So um, mathematical existence is physical existence. So our level one parallel universe. This image is the easiest that sticks in my mind. Mm -hmm. It's basically an extension of our own space, our own universe. So again, based off the theory that the universe is ever expanding, just infinite amount of space. And in this theory, it would be the exact copy of Earth, the solar system, all of it. It would all be the same. It's just that it has repeated itself basically at the end of our universe. So that's why I put the picture of the road, because I think of it as flat continuing forward you reach an end and then another one starts does that make sense and then it just yes. goes on forever and forever and forever basically like this so it's you can, us. Yes. everything is the same just over and over and over you can compare it almost to like uh, a treadmill right so you see that road you think you're only running on that piece but the more and more you run it just it never stops ending you keep running in that same right it keeps going on infinitely mm -hmm. um like this this is like, each box would be like our space everything that's going on and then there's another one and another one and another one how so did they come to this between would you, would you say there's awareness between the different? You mean that we're aware of? That's right. That's like, we're definitely going to have to hold our, I'd like to say spiritual. It's not necessarily spiritual, but when it comes to all of that thing till the end, because I think all of these theories are what we're going to spin off can go through this. It'll apply okay. for everything. Okay. 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 So the how and why of how our space, our time in the same containment that we're in, how could that be possible? It's based on cosmic inflation. So we all basically know there was a big bang and then space exploded and it's just continuous, right? That's how right. we know that galaxies are moving away from us. And then the W map, when that came around, how we mapped our universe. They measured the cosmic microwave background, basically just leftover radiation from the Big Bang, um, to see the shape, a snapshot of our universe in time, which gave us this overall shape. But that's not necessarily the shape of the universe. This is just um, what we're seeing from heat signature. So this doesn't account for things like, um, like, uh, dark energy, um, things like that. This is just basically heat signatures that we're looking at. Mm -hmm. I wonder how they came up with that elliptical shape. Could it be considered like there's a center of the universe and time is like in a gravity well around that center point? 
So the- I, right. I, I think it is because it's, that's our perspective of it, right? Mm-hmm. So we can, we, right. I think that that image is us looking out in every direction possible, which is why it's giving it that effect. If we were to have moved, you know, a few light years away and done that same exact picture, it might look slightly different because you have a different view of what you're seeing. Right. Okay. Well, this is the possible shapes of the universe. And so how they measured it, actually, everything should, if it's a perfect triangle, it's going to come to 180 degrees. This is how we're going to figure out whether our universe, our space, is either flat, a positive curve, or a negative curve. And um, here at the top, you see, like, this is our perspective. So they basically measured, if you look at the bottom, the number of galaxies by the distance, that was our point where the laser was that was our single point from our perspective like jamie said Mm -hmm. they shot these lasers to side to side of the universe and then they measured that so it was a perfect 180 degrees from where we are here to here it made a perfect flat triangle so they're assuming based off of that measurement that the universe is indeed flat. A flat elliptical plane. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this that's basically how we can just, if it is that flat elliptical plane, just like perfect example that Jamie said, the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're just going and going I, I just, and going. I, I just thought so of another, head, just another like, analogy for it. So you know how there's the theory of the universe contracting and expanding? Mm-hmm. Think of it in terms of like when a speaker vibrates, if you were to slow that down, kind of like, you know, on interstellar, the giant waves, same process where it's a wave that's so like this process of expansion contraction could be a, a vibration cycle in, in of itself that mm-hmm. creates and then undoes it and then, you know, and well, yeah. what if what if too that movement is just the movement of living organisms, right? Because if you start to look at the way things move that are living, we all kind of have this motion, do we not? Right. So, what if the motion of the universe is because the universe is just a natural living thing, and that's how it moves? Where does the universe move, and what is it moving through? It, what are same question for us? I mean, it, it apply right. in that same exact way, right? So, like, you could say the same thing about yourself. Like, where am I, and how am I traveling, right? Same, how am I moving? Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying it's not necessarily like it's an ocean and it's waves. But what if the universe itself, the way it's moving and expanding and just traveling through whatever it is it's traveling through, is just because that's its natural state, and it's just like think about like when a jellyfish moves through water. Yeah. Right. So that was our level one universe. This is our second one. Beautiful picture. I tried to add a photo to each one because, again, you can get a visual. I'm a visual person. Mm -hmm. So when I see this, I'm like, okay, this is what this is bubbles. Bubbles. Level two. So this is off the theory that when the Big Bang exploded, it happened so rapidly, the inflation of it, that it created a soap-like bubble. So when you think of soap, it's like, so mm-hmm. like, bam. Popped itself out, yeah. Right. So this cosmic giant soap bubble 
basically. And within that contains a crowd of other bubbles and each bubble is its own universe. And they can bounce and collide off of each other, creating sister universes. So every single bubble, since it's in a larger space of other bubbles, it's splitting, it's forming another one, it's reforming, they're budding off of each other. And in this level two universe, um, basically, it's this is happening infinity and beyond. So this could even maybe make sense um, for what you guys are saying or trying to talk about the movement, right? If we are in a bubble of infinite bubbles where we are colliding and clashing with each other, that would almost be like we're, we're swimming. That's our movement. Exactly. That same motion. I was going to say what you're describing – is the same motion as that level one universe to me. Like the way level you're describing two. it is the very ooh, jellyfishy moving mm -hmm. around, the, hanging level out. Level two reads to me like the multiverse, how they're explaining the multiverse in, in the Marvel movies is, is this, where they can now, because of whatever is going to happen in the next Doctor Strange movie, they, all these universes can now collide and mix together and create new mm -hmm. things and it, it yeah. Infinite like, yeah. possibilities. And yeah. Other right. things can be budding off of each other. It could be leftovers of three universes that all of a sudden creates a different one. Right. Uh, but that it makes sense to me. And I again I just it's like the touching and the, the movement and the gliding and all of a sudden one pops. Beautiful. This is based off of uh, M theory in string theory. I just liked to put a little note for those that are unaware that string theory is based off of that particles are not dots. They, um, under a closer look, they looked like strings. And these strings are connected to everything in the universe. But these particles were vibrating. In M theory, it's that those particles that were vibrating appear to look like a membrane. M membrane so it's like membrane theory mm. and um it is inside the bulk which is hyperspace this would be the very the larger structure which everything is contained something i don't think any of us can truly fathom because mm -hmm. we're talking about like the universe inside of a universe inside of some giant oh, no, space is there something beyond non, that we're talking about non-linear <laughs> space so exactly yeah, it would it's be just, what Interstellar does a really good uh, depiction of that when when they go into the wormhole and they're traveling across the galaxy. That's, yeah, that's uh, the bulk. So it's a space outside of space. So it's technically right. stepping. It's it's not. I wouldn't say it's stepping out of the universe because I think we need to separate space and the vastness of space and different universes because there's different right. versions of that space. When we so, speak of universe, it's because we're used to thinking that the universe means everything. But in reality, the universe is just our own little right. pocket of space. I think reality space. is probably a, a better framing for it. Um, our reality? I, mean, I base, do not Base reality know. for us. like so. so base reality. Default. Base right. reality for us, if we were to enter the bulk, we're stepping outside of linear space-time. Mm -hmm. Chaos. It's, it's, it's basically going, <laughs> what I guess New Ages would say is going up a dimension. 
mm. or whatever, because you're going outside of the confines of normal space time. And in the pro in the purpose of the movie, they're traveling, so that they're, they're right. And it's a but it's a purpose that you know, like people from the future had put that wormhole there to take them there. So they've engineered this wormhole to travel to a certain point by using nonlinear space, which is kind of what the movie is about. Sorry, little tangent. Yes, but... no, please. So these are our. I tried because. Hey, hey, guys, hold on. I have a problem. My computer is no longer charging, and I'm at eight percent battery. Why is it not charging? Uh, my charger just stopped fucking working. Oh, I didn't no. realize it because I was in fucking full screen, but it hasn't been charging this whole time we've been doing this. Okay. Should I end the broadcast? No. Just keep going. It's just if I drop out, that's why. So. Okay. Continue. Anyway. So, these, these uh, membranes. They are basically like a wall, like sheets. And our universe is tethered to the wall. So I tried to make it look like little walls, little sheets here. And then this here, this meshes the membrane. That's where we would be attached to. And in between here, sheet and sheet, would be extra dimensions. That's basically based off the theory that we're living in 11 dimensions. Right. They, they do, they try to visually touch on that in Interstellar when... Uh... At the end of the movie, when he gets sent back by the the bulk beings, the higher dimensional humans, right? Uh, he shakes uh, the oh, what's the name? Brand Brand's hand in in the spaceship. Um, that that's breaking linear time. That's breaking. Uh, I mean, he's in, in like I'm fairly sure that he ascended in that movie. <laughs> Um, because the way that he is able to, like, then on his way back, and he shakes a hand, he's traveling, like, he shakes a hand, but then appears, like, 70 years in the future, so I'm fairly sure he's in some kind of higher dimension at that point, and whatever Possibly. we see at the end of the movie is is some kind of higher dimensional mm -hmm. uh, construct that he's made, where he gets to see his family and then go off into the great adventure, which is, you know, they talk in that movie about reaching out for your children and stuff as you die and that's exactly what happens at the end of the movie he reaches out to his child gets closure and then goes off in a spaceship and yep. chris nolan man so much metaphor so the action <clears throat> of those two membranes those two sheets that were colliding together that's what could have caused our big bang um if this were to continuously ha be happening, it would just keep budding off of each other, going, 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 going. Like we were saying earlier with the bubbles. The bubbles are colliding. Mm -hmm. If they do collide and clash. But this is going on forever. And it's, I think, crazy to think that the Big Bang wasn't just one and done. Just happening. It's happening forever. Time. Forever. crazy okay level three level three bitches let's How get crazy it. we're gonna get 
um, there are infinite copies of us existing right now, living in this exact moment, space, and time. And we are only separated by them, time-wise, um, by another dimension. And every moment of your life, every decision is causing a split from where you are now into an infinite number of your future selves, like branching on a tree. This tree here, it's like come, you come up with an idea, a thought, you've now split other worlds of yourself where you're doing both. And this is where I shouldn't have added this. I should have put this at the end. But uh, it's like the idea of making quantum jumps. Right. Because it's to another parallel universe. Right. So well, you see. Okay. I was, so this is kind of like the same idea of like you wake up in the morning, you have an apple and an orange to choose from, from what you have for dinner so that or for breakfast. And so that decision itself creates two versions of yourselves that go off and live that day. And then in also inside of those separately, you have other decisions that you're making that create more and more splinters of themselves. So the Correct. reality is, is that Anytime you make any sort of decision or or do or so, something that has a cause and effect, it's splitting off and creating two different versions of you, one who takes each path. Yes, because but, electrons yeah. appear and reappear. They can be at the same place at once. And they also can do right like a, the wave, the um, <clears throat> the wave function. Right? Any possibility that can happen, the electron is doing all things at once. Mm -hmm. So it's basically the reality that all particles, which we are, we're made of particles, would then behave the exact same way. Not just going right or left, but doing all things, that we're taking all options. Mm -hmm. So that's how it's like as above, so below, right? If we're going down to the very quantum particle, and seeing that it behaves that way, that it's doing all things, then that would also be the same if we were to zoom out from that. Everything yeah. would be put doing it onto that. a larger scale. Yeah. Yes. I just had an epiphany, kind of. Which is why I put the little uh, double split experiment in here. Which is such <laughs> a good one. It's a classic. That's actually that's actually what gave me the epiphany. With the, with the SpongeBob. Oh, I love so, this. So imagine you're making some art, right? and you go into a flow state where you're no longer consciously aware kind of you know when you go into flow and you kind of let go a little bit mm -hmm. double slit experiment you stop being aware and then you get into flow and then all things are possible mm-hmm it's beautiful yeah that was this is probably what aligns with me the most <clears throat> oops sorry it's this movement here. It's turning I, and I think turning I've had that trip before. and turning, which mm, is a so interesting. Weird so now, fucking possibility. Yeah. So now we get into the third, the third uh, one here, and it seems Isn't that the, the motion. One? Are we the fourth? Is this fourth? No, we're in third. Still. Third. Yeah. Oh, third. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> third. Still. But it's interesting because the motion has now changed. Now what you're describing doesn't seem this jelly-like jellyfish movement. It seems this very spiral drastically different than what it was before that's more of a 
an a visually artistic way to describe it but i think no but yeah. i'm just saying yeah. even even in the way that if even if she didn't have these visuals if we were just the way we're talking the way that we're describing and talking about the first and second level seemed very jellyfish like and then now we're getting onto this next one and it doesn't sound like the same motion at all right right and this is basically what we said earlier. It's, it's so in quantum physics, this many worlds theory is this. It's all possibilities, all probabilities have and will happen. So I just put in this world, we're not doing the show, and another one, we already finished the show. Some world, the Nazis won. So it's the same thing. If you're presented with options, it then forms a world, a universe for each of those options, and you technically took them all. Mathematically, you did. Yes, that's why I'm saying technically. You right. mathematically took <clears throat> them all. This is the fourth level. We've now reached the end of the elevator. Oh my god. Ooh, do we ascend at the end of this? Uh, we do. To hell. This yes. is uh, where everything uh, doesn't go out the door, but it is no longer based off of our mathematics. Um. Fundamentally different, different mathematical equations from what govern our universe. So it's a completely different set of rules. Just because our mathematics work in a certain way in this universe doesn't mean that in another universe those exact same rules apply. Doesn't mean that those numbers, those equations, whatever they come out to, doesn't mean that it doesn't work in that universe. Mm -hmm. But because there are different equations in general we're going back to it being a physical structure then that if there's that mathematical equation then there's a physical existence i have, I have a question so yes can you go back a slide just so it, my question makes more sense so uh this is fundamentally different mathematical equations now a mathematical equation can be truncated down to a frequency um, and if you take that frequency, uh, fringe went into this, right? Where different realities have a different, uh, like they operate at a different note. So right. like in fringe one, one reality is in the key of G and then another mm -hmm. one's in the key of like F sharp or something. And it is exactly it is completely different, but very much the same, but completely different. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it just made me think of that. That's a great way to put it. Um, I'm glad that you said that because I think it will, it could possibly get confusing for people. It's basically just, it's a different, it's completely different right. than ours. It's <laughs> like, a different it's just, Right. So up until now, every, every single other reality is based on the governing laws of physics in this reality. Where exactly. level yes. four is, that's where it gets like crazy. You get like a reality where everything's made out of chocolate and nothing makes sense. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which in this this is only i think this really only made the cut because a long-standing famous quote in quantum physics from john wheeler was why these particular equations and not others and so tegmark uh, in this paper is saying let's explore the idea of mathematical democracy where other universes aren't governed there it's governed by other equations but they're equally real so just it doesn't mean it's not real if it just doesn't work in our little time and right. space and pocket of the world but then 
it's, it's strange because it's like, say you're trying to get an invention to work. And in there's a reality in which it does work and a reality in which it, you're failing to do it. Mm-hmm. But then what if it's a case of there's a reality in which it works, but that reality also happens to be one of these realities with a different set of laws, and that's why the invention works. So is it a case of the reality being different or the the kind of smaller scale being different in the the it's the invention that works instead of the reality. Wow. I, I, I know. Or, or is that there. reality, <laughs> oh, or wow. is that reality with those specific specifications only created because in that one universe, you had the possibility of it working and not working. It's kind of like, is that the chicken or the egg, right? Like was that right. universe already there and so it happened to work inside of that universe, or is it that universe was created in that moment because he created that thing? Right. I mean, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'll yes. save my I'll save my overall opinion for the end. Yes, please do, because we're getting into more. I know. Um, this kind of would be like in another universe. Our. Uh, our colors could be inverted. I could have pink skin right now. That's my dream. Um, you know, I could be have I could have pink skin. Um, maybe we operate on completely different temperatures. Maybe the wind. I, I mean, everything could be totally flipped upside down and different in this universe. There could be dinosaurs. All kinds of crazy shit. We, we have could no shit idea. diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea. It's Looney Tunes. Just Looney Tunes. So now we can introduce Mr. Green again because we're going to expand on his ideas and um, his theories based off of those four levels. How do they fit inside Tegmark's model? We have the quilted universe. Conditions of an infinite universe um, necessarily repeat across space-time yielding other parallel worlds. We already said that. That's basically just level one, but that's his quilted universe. Inflationary multiverse with inflationary theory um, in cosmology predicts an expansive universe filled with bubble universes like our level two, um, of which our universe is only one of those. So internal cosmological inflation yields an enormous network of bubble universes. Um, And inside of this would be level one and two. So we still have our level one universe where at the end of our space and time, it continues forever, forever, forever. But we're still contained inside of a bubble in this overall mesh network of bubbles. Does that make sense? We're combining one and two. Right. Yes. I, we also, we only consider a universe as going on forever and ever and ever from our own perspective within the time flow. Mm-hmm. So if we were to go into bulk space and then look at the shape of the universe, it wouldn't have this endlessness to it. Who fucking knows? I have no idea. We have a brain multiverse. This goes back to the M theory. So the possibility that our universe is on a one three-dimensional brain, um, while other brains of any number of dimensions could have whole other universes on them. So we're back on these sheets, but 
just multiple of them. This is level two, the bubbles. The, I was cyclic. 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 See, cyclic. Or cyclic. I'm going to say cyclic. We use, in the weather world, we use cyclic. Cyclic. It's a cyclic supercell. Well, we'll say that. Cyclic. Cyclic. This is also based in M-theory. So those brains that we were all chilling on, they collide with each other. They result in universe spawning big bangs just over and over and over and over again, just like it happened to ours. And it's just the possibility that um, all these other collisions between the brain worlds could manifest these big bang beginnings. So it would just happen over and over and over again, parallel in time. And I hope I, I, my little icons here is um, bubble, bang, universe, continue on both sides. Level one. Oops, did I skip one? Yes. The landscape multiverse. Okay, so string theory leaves open a lot of different fundamental properties of the universe. So if we were to combine the inflationary multiverse which is all the, all the bubbles and stuff. Um, there could be other bubble universes out there, but they have different laws of physics that we inhabit. So that's our level one and our level two, or four. So I think we were actually playing, I think Jamie was kind of playing with this idea earlier that um, when you guys were doing like, is it the chicken or the egg thing? Mm-hmm. We could still be in these, these bubbles. We could still have this inflation-like situation but it doesn't mean that it's going to have the exact same physics as us there could be a multiverse out there where that is still happening we're still expanding bursting merging and forming but we're forming completely different sets of mathematic equations that work in that universe does that make sense yeah we have the quantum multiverse, the one that makes sense to everything, the many worlds interpretation. That was the um, all things can happen, will happen. So in some universe, that shit's happening. And it just happens over and over and over again, and that's how we have the multiverse. That's like the Murphy's holograph. Law on a galactic scale. Right. We have the holographic universe. Um, so... Actually, I was talking to you about this the other day. Derived from the theory that the surface area of a, of a space can simulate the volume of the region. So according to the theory of how holographic um, material works in general, there could be a physically equivalent space for that parallel universe, but it would exist on the very distant edge of a surface like a mirror. So at the very end of our space, if something's being projected to make it holographic, then that hologram is bouncing off the edge of that surface and creating another one. Mm. That that sounds like a fractal. Yeah, a fractal. Is is mirroring itself on the edges Mm -hmm. of itself. Right. So we could still be in a holographic universe, but inside overall of... We, it would contain 
multiverses. It would just be instantaneous because if all this is being projected, then at the end of the projection, it's going to technically mirror itself because there's an edge, there's an end. Right. The simulated multiverse. We all know what this means. Uh, there's a possibility that we are all in the simulation. And so we have no idea how this could work, what it could work, but if everything is simulated the same way that we're creating VR, um, you know, you play The Sims, we yep, have yep. AI, that on a huge level could create what we feel is reality, but really it's all a simulation. And if there's one simulation, who's to say that there's not multiple? So this mm -hmm. would be level four because it's a completely different set of mathematics that we wouldn't understand in order to create this overall simulation that we're living in and to create multiple infinite versions of it. Indeed. The ultimate universe. The Ooh. ultimate theory. Ooh. Uh, this is level four. It's basically the same thing as um, Tegmark's level four. Every possible universe is a real universe. So it's eliminating, eliminating the question of why ours is so special. We don't. Um, these universes, the universes instantaneate all the possible mathematical equations, anything out there, any group of numbers. So it's the extreme version of parallel universes because it's like anything you can think of, every single theory, just like in science, we have all these different theories. No one can seem to agree on one theory of everything, but it would be that every single one does exist somewhere, that it has to. Some way, shape, some form, it is out there in time. Final thoughts to play with. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that this can explain just the, the possibility of parallel universes in general, multiverses and all the different types. I think that this can explain so many things that we go through that um, it's just an idea, like the Mandela effect, why some people seem to remember the way that some things were that others don't and there seems to be a collective of people that remember things that way and other people won't so it could be that our consciousness is constantly making that quantum jump if this is a level three universe we're constantly making that jump whenever there's a choice or um whenever there's any possibility out there our consciousness is constantly hopping between all these different parallel universes and it happens so quickly and swiftly that we don't notice a change. However, it seems to be that lately a lot of people have been noticing the change, which mm -hmm. is very, very interesting. I've noticed some very strange things that have happened. Um, Jamie and I have a friend who called me today with a really weird thing that happened with her and her first question to me was do you believe what did she say oh Who? do you believe in um 
like shifting and i'm like what do you mean shifting she's like shifting realities and i'm like that's Ooh. funny we're kind of going to talk about this today Ooh. Um, is that your sister something <laughs> no oh. because something happened to her that she said happened right in front of her eyes um I think this has probably happened to all of us at some point, but it seems like it's happening at a faster rate, which um, I, I don't even know. That's a whole other conversation. I don't know if anyone has any theories on how or why that's happening. Um, I'm even seeing that on like TikTok, tons of people being like, I don't know what's happening, but I swear that I just shifted into a completely different universe. I mean, I don't know uh, like why, but I think in terms of how I think so if uh, I I kind of go for like the the ultimate universe theory myself because it I think it's a mixture of all of it mm-hmm. um, and it, it depends on the person's perception too but right. manifesting so is that magnetism at play through time across the membrane exactly that's so how like, i think it can you're work. like you're i mean it's all math so like you would be entangled with that moment anyway at future time just by manifesting it right by visual you know you, you create that moment for yourself and then it's like that's it's a mathematical equation essentially of a point in time and you've plotted out the equation to get you there, and then it becomes like magnetism in, yes. in like a time flow in a way. And I mean, like we talk, I think a lot of people talk about how we're, we all have, I think we're all now kind of coming to the conclusion that consciousness exists outside of the brain. So if it does, our consciousness probably is outside of everything if it's outside of the multiverse but taps into any number whatever one we're aligned with at the time and we're doing that quantum leaping back and forth and back and forth that's how we could be manifesting because whatever you want whatever you're thinking has already formed a universe there it's already formed that pathway and by you mentally aligning with it you're jumping to that timeline where, where it, you have like it a... comes out of nowhere, but really it's because you've already put it out there. You've already created that. It's right. there. All possibilities, all probabilities are available. It's just about how and when we're jumping right. to them. It's so it wouldn't the right maths. So it wouldn't be accurate to say that I am currently living in the universe where all of my manifestations are just a yes, but more of the sense of every time I have these ideas that I want something, a universe is being created and I am jumping into that universe where the possibility of, of me getting that is yes. Absolutely. Okay. It's well, not I that it's, it's coming into thin thing, air. Right? It's that we're jumping there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's like I guess even... that's the difference between them. Is is what I mean. Is like it's not that I'm just sitting in this one universe by itself, and the other universe is the no universe where everything's going bad for her and it's just great for me. That could be a possibility. But what we're more talking about is the fact that you are you are jumping into where it is already there. So it didn't appear out of nowhere. It was already there. Yeah. Which is our quantum jumping. That's why people, 
that practice quantum jumping, it's for that reason. It's basically so, if you have a hand and you have five different pathways, so there's five different universes right now. Most of them are all things you want. Some of them are things that you don't want. At any moment, you can be jumping between all these different possible realities. It's just about which one you're aligning with energetically at the time. Now, this is woo-woo. This is not scientific whatsoever. This is just meshing the woo-woo with the possible science. That whatever you're aligning with mentally and energetically, most important, is that timeline that you would then jump to. And when we say is timeline, it? that's basically what this is. This is the multiverse theory. A timeline is multiple, infinite different versions of the here and now, so it's creating a timeline. Yeah, let's just let's just like throw this out there that anytime we're talking about like a timeline or time on this channel in general, we're not talking about a linear right time. Time is everything all at once all the time constantly happening space expanding which therefore creates time so we're just talking about jumping between different spaces. exactly well and so then it also bleeds way. into so one time we you know we talked about on bobby's cryptid corner i was talking about how i, I saw a TikTok where you know i don't think ghosts might possibly not be real right like right. maybe it's just slips and it kind of bleeds into the same thing especially the one you were talking about with the sheets the sheet theory where it's like it's happening on that upper uh, universe, but through that membrane is seeping through into ours and we're being able to witness those kinds of things. So could that same kind of thing be happening with manifestation uh, in that same thing where maybe we're reaching into the membrane of these other possible universes and pulling it out of there? I think it's a case of like... I don't know. When you just I... make the conscious decision that you want something, you, there's... Or, I mean, if we're breaking it down to a case of every decision creating a different universe, that decision to want something creates the universe that you like in which you want it. Therefore, creating in which the magnet. What? Yeah, I mean, does it? Are you creating a mathematical pathway to having the thing that you want? I mean, our brains are extremely yes. powerful computers. Right. So, like. <sighs> This is why I'm kind of leaning towards the ultimate universe theory because I understand the bubbles. I think like it's just Jamie the funnest the place sheets. to be in, too. It's the funnest place. I understand the bubbles. I also extremely align with um, level three that just everything that can happen will happen. And I feel like science proves that over and over again in quantum physics that all particles move that way and that also... Um, I mean, it, it explains uh, psychic phenomena, like all kinds of things. So that I could never rule out. But I also sort of believe in this, like, maybe holographic universe, which I think makes more sense with ghosts, um, mm -hmm. that it could be just like a hologram and what we, how we perceive that. And also that it could be a simulation. And simulation definitely works with manifesting. If it's a simulation... To me, manifesting would be code. That's all it would be. Mm -hmm. um, well, then it get, then it breaks one layer down further to just maths. So code is maths. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, everything so is then, math. So then you get into that whole simulation theory, though, because then if it is all math and it is all numbers, somebody has to be writing that code out there, right? And manifestations could just be somebody learning how to hack into that code and write it themselves instead of the, I mean, you know, one person or team who's writing the overall code. Theoretically, we could be in the ultimate universe theory, but also be in a simulation of a thousand percent, a hundred percent. Oh, yep. fuck, you're right, right? because yep. it would so be one it could of be like, those. We could be in Roblox, but for humans, we could technically be in the ultimate universe, and we are, in fact, a petri dish version of how to create a universe in bubbles. And it is indeed our three selves as scientists proving that you can create small universes right yes and we've projected ourselves into it to experience it what it's like so we can go exactly. out to the to the you know base and be reality. like i didn't know y'all were here you know one thing i used to say when i was like a christian and i still feel this way to this day whenever there is a painting a work of art there's always an artist behind it there's always an artist that created it so I, it, I feel like it has to be that way. We're in this, whatever this is, there has to be a something, a force, a source, whatever the hell you want to call it. There has to be something for creation. Well, and I think it's important it that you, us. I think it's very important though that you're comparing this to like an art and an artist because that's not the same as like a god or a creator or somebody you're supposed to worship because just because somebody's created something like a piece of artwork doesn't necessarily mean that we're now enslaved to them and like Correct. all those type of things. So I think that that's very good that you make that distinction between the two because like it, you have to know just because we have a creator or a designer doesn't mean that that's like the person in charge of us are who we look up to. Right. And I kind of feel like that, you know, we always talk about everything is programming. That's why I also believe in the simulation thing, because I think we all can see where different programming comes from. It's why we have um, a general set of rules, why we have societal terms is all mm -hmm. because there's a programming. And that could be a possibility that one of the assholes in one of the asshole apples on the tree decided to write a code where humanity in general feels like we always have to get on our knees and pray to something that's mm -hmm. higher above us but that's not mm -hmm. necessarily the case that could just be like i said some jerks code and we are breaking that programming mm -hmm. i think this also works how extraterrestrial and space travel it could not necessarily mean that they're coming from our space and time couldn't it could not necessarily mean that here on our saturn that there are aliens it could be that they are jumping somehow between the different universes into another and i put uh the blue chicken in the ufo because i'm playing with the idea if that has happened now in another multiverse because of Corey Good. I know Kari says no, but I'm just playing with the idea here because no, if we're going yes. to go with that, like that's, right? That's I think, I know, yes. we, we're, we what hate if, it, but it could possibly what if be all, happening. What if all UFOs are just chickens driving spaceships because in a different universe they figured out how to fly? Right. Right. I actually added this last. First, I was like, okay, we're final thoughts. I'm thinking, here's a book. And then David's looking at me because I got my books. 
He's looking at you with disgust. Not... Like, I'm not signing your book, Brie. Because he's still not going to sign them. <laughs> and obviously, deja vu makes sense. Uh, yeah. When we're like, oh, I've done this before. Huh. You mm. literally could have already been doing that before in another universe. And now you're My... syncing back up with it in ours. My deja vu always comes from dreams, though. That's the thing. I'll dream mm. something way before it happens, and then I'll experience it in, in reality, and I'm like, Whoa. That's called premonition. Have, that could also be... I have that, too, like sometimes. A, it's that, it's that fee the deja vu feeling of having done, done that before. But I it's only get for deja like, vu when I'm with you. It could be a fleeting moment where I, I'm aware of being aware of the moment. Yes. I'm, I'm aware of the other, this weird. So, like, mm -hmm. I'll be aware of the awareness that dreamt it, if that makes any sense. So, it's, it happens a lot when I'm in a store. Like, and I don't know, that's just, and I don't go out to the store, like, all the time. So, it's not like a regular thing. Uh, but I'll be, like, waiting in the queue uh, for, the, for the checkout or whatever. And I'll have, like, it would just be like two seconds of me. It's that awareness of awareness, I think. I think it's absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm mincing um, my words here, but you get my point. I do. And I think that dreams could even be a play in this. When we have extreme dreams that are just ball out crazy, like I have on a normal day basis, who's to say that when I'm dreaming, I am not getting a glimpse of one of the crazy ass universes out there where I am living that out? Right. Which would also make sense for your deja vu feeling when you're having a dream about something and then it either happens or something is like it or you somehow it's like the energy shifts where the energy matches. It's like a weird energy match. It's a node point. It's where yeah. everything just aligns for like a second and you go and then you have that awareness and it's kind of like that graphic where you, the guy's looking at himself looking at himself mm -hmm. looking at himself looking at himself, looking at himself. it's so that I, kind I, of feeling I, just for a second where everything goes whoop whoo, you know i think that a lot of spiritual ideas um practices belief systems make sense in a multiverse theory especially the ultimate one because it goes back to that creator part if that could be our higher self and we are split into all these different universes all these different timelines where we're all existing at the same time doing different things um and i think it works when people are like trying to tap into the better parts of themselves i think you can pull from yourself in different dimensions that are doing different things in different universes. Yes. Any other final thoughts? No, I think that was a good episode to start yeah. deep, deep thoughty wobble with. It gets you right in there. I'm excited to see about all the other stuff that we're going to random topics we're going to come up with to go dive yeah. into. I think we should do an entire thing on simulation theory itself. Um, Me and, like looking too. for the yeah. And we should yeah. do something on meditation. For sure. Maybe yes. first we'll do simulation. And okay. then for sure we'll do meditation, of course. But um, I think it would make sense if we have all this fresh in our brain. 
But it throws me through a loop, I tell you. It really does because I think we all kind of agree or can see how it's possible. But then on an everyday basis, you kind of forget and you go back into your like drone self where you're just like going through the motions and we're not taking enough time to stop and really think about what we're doing, thinking, what are our actions, if we can possibly align with the best version of what we want to, quote, manifest, but really could just be quantum jumping or um, any other term like that. You know, I, you I know? had this thought today. Um, it's kind of similar. So imagination, like your imagination is kind of like a Wild. computer simulator of alternate realities yeah so absolutely and that's kind of the idea is anything that you can think of ex either does exist or right. then creates itself because it's a that's, possibility all possibilities and probabilities that's why i said earlier happy. define define here because if i'm imagining myself on a beach i mean Physically, I'm being observed here, but mentally, I'm on a beach. Mm -hmm. So which is it? The conscious right. experience is on a beach, but the physical, my physical body here is here. But I'm not experiencing here. I'm experiencing a beach. So what? Because you're somewhere else. Is it the, is the experience reality or is it the, the, the flow of time around the physicality my physical body? of it? Right. I think that, that you could talk about that. You could talk about that too, like when it comes to abduction theories, right? So, people who have physical abductions and people who have more dream time consciousness abductions. And is there a difference between the two of those things? Like, would you consider somebody who s sat in a chair, saw a UFO, and got abducted by an alien a real? Uh, abductee, right? Or somebody who says, "Okay, well, I meditated and I saw aliens," right. you know. I guess there's also a, a magical third option that you know I can both si I can simultaneously be experiencing a beach whilst also it's kind of like double think I'm experiencing a beach consciously in my imagination while simultaneously being aware of my physical existence in space time here yeah and and that's why I say define here because here is always a transitory moment anyway and time, you know, time is just what, something that we made up to make sense of flow, basically. Right. But that, that goes back to the... Double slit experiment. Right. In yeah. the many worlds theory, because your particles are doing both. That's... Right. It is simultaneous. There's a copy. To every one, there is a, a copy. Craziness. Craziness. All right, you guys. Well, thank you all wow. for coming and hanging out with us. That was a quick hour, but we'll be back next time with another one. Uh, we love you all, and we'll see you we guys next time. We do indeed. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Ciao.